1: And this ain't no true crime podcast. Honestly, you can't call this a history podcast, because I'm no historian. I'm just a history fan that does some research and bullshits about it with his friends. So speaking of my friends, let me introduce you to my co-host. So first with us today, we got Cancer. What is going on? Also with us today, we got Tank. Three guys talking about bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for coming. What's up? Yes, sir. This is almost like our official beer aficionado episode, because you guys are the two go-to beer guys. Hell so. yeah. Right Um on. You want to lead us off, Cancer? What you got to drink today? Sure.
2: Yeah. I ordered um, from a brewery called, uh, it's named Adroit Theory. I believe they're from Washington, D.C. But uh, this is the Russian Imperial Stout. And uh, yeah, it clocks in at a nice, uh, smooth, reliable 12%
1: ABV. And that's a pint can, too.
2: Yeah, this will uh, get the job done, for sure. It's a sipper. I like my
1: sippers. You're real good for bringing beers that have real dope artwork on the can.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I, I generally... Okay, for the most part, I'm not a big IPA guy, but generally, in the world of beer, the dopest can art is a, is always an IPA. Okay. Like, that's just... I shit you not... walk through a, a beer store... And you'd be like, oh, that's dope can IPA. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed, nine out of ten times. Uh, this brewery, Adroit Theory, they have uh, the artists that they link up with really, really dope. So like a lot of, it looks like death metal inspired stuff, mm-hmm. but all of their products have that artwork.
1: It's great. Well, while we're on the subject of can art, I figure I could run this by you now since we're on the show, so we'll put you on the spot. But yeah. we got this... Uh... It was rogue limited edition. Yeah. So three of the cans had like a limited edition artwork, but three of the cans are completely white. Oh, okay. So yeah. you can do whatever you want with them. Yeah. You think you'd be down to, uh, yeah, absolutely. Hook up a beer can. Oh yeah. Custom for the studio. Yeah, absolutely. Can art. Yeah. I would love to see, I could ask you that anytime, but I wait till like, Nope. I'm going to put a mic <laughs> in his face and be like, what's up, man. Well, help? Uh, uh, uh,
2: nah. Yeah. I got you covered. That'd be dope. Oh yeah. All right. Uh,
3: tank all right from uh lagunitas west coast i believe we've had him on the the show many times hazy memory it's an ipa it's actually a double anyways it's it's eight percent so it's got to be a a double but it's a hazy kind of new england style ipa unfiltered it says on the can so you know that that can't see through it style ipa it checks in on a man i like the flavors I mean it's tough, man. I always want the dankness of the the style hazy IPAs that we get around here, around my parts. But anyways, this is a this is a good
1: one. Lagunitas is definitely like a show regular, but not the hazy memory ones. And it's fitting because I believe it is a West Coast beer. Our largest listenership outside of Michigan is California.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, thank you, something about beer
2: and crime, right? Bodes well the West Coast.
1: So I got, big shocker, a Founders Dark beer, but I didn't go with a stout this time. I went with a porter. But this is uh, a new one that came out, uh, Panther Club, which says it's vanilla extract and maple syrup aged in a bourbon barrel. Gotta love a bourbon barrel aged beer. It's the way to go. Well, because I'm a bourbon drinker anyway, so it's like two birds with one stone, man. Yeah,
2: there you go. Plus just the different flavors that you can get out of a beer by
1: doing this stuff. And it's uh, 9.2%. 9.2? Yeah. Ah, that's higher than I expected on that one. So it's not as high as yours, but, you know, it's getting up there. Well,
2: yeah, I mean, you notice I only brought one.
1: So I want to give a quick shout-out to Sean James, who hit us up on Twitter. What's up, Sean? We have got a ton of traffic recently off of our Tiny Rascal Gang episode, and he found us through that. He had watched one of the same things I watched, the, the Stupid Young interviews on Vlad TV. Okay. So he tweeted us a couple times, and since listening to the show, he's now doing the uh, supporting local brews, Cape May Brewing in New Jersey. Nice. So before we get started, got to make sure I take the time to thank Sixfo Sueno for letting us use his music in the intro. I want to thank Cancer for letting us use his song in the midroll.
2: You're very welcome.
1: We're using Kings and Cannibals now. Oh shit! You can follow them on Instagram. It's Sixfo Sueno F O E. And then Cancer's at Eyes Bleed Defiance, where you can see a lot of his photography, graphic art. He did our logo. You can see that all there. Yes, sir. You can follow us on Instagram at BadGuyPodcast. And we're also on TikTok at BadGuyPodcast. And if you're having a hard time finding any of the links, you can go to the website, BadGuyPodcast.com, and click everything to there. And Twitter, the bad guy pod on Twitter. We'll go ahead and get started. And the bad guy we're covering today is Pedro Rodriguez Fijo.
4: This ain't negotiation time. This is Scarface, final scene. Fucking bazookas under each arm. Say hello to my little friend.
2: Aw, oh, shit. Is that my cousin? <laughs> it's, got, it's gotta be. So we got-
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, baby, let's go. <laughs> let's go. I feel like, uh Cancer, you get a lot of the crazy nickname episodes. Yes, yes and I thank you for that. <laughs> So you got Tommy Karate, terrible Tom, and now we're going with Pedro Rodriguez Fio, aka Pedrino Matador, aka Killer Petey. Yes, 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 yes. Now, for the record, those AKAs are the same thing. One is in Portuguese. One is in the English translation.
2: Yeah, I think I prefer the Portuguese.
1: Yeah, but Pedro, his dad was also named Pedro, so Pedrino. Is like the junior. Yeah. So that's why it kind of translates to Petey. Okay. But yeah, one of my favorite nicknames as of so far. Killer Petey. Who am I?
2: (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like something that your aunt, like if your, your aunt was in crime too, she'd call you Killer Petey. Right. It'd be like a term of endearment. You oh, know, that's did... my killer
1: Petey. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of Petey, Pablo, but I guess that name goes one of two ways. It's a real boy named Sue. You're either going to be a little <laughs> soft, goofy Petey, or you got to go hard in the other direction, yeah. man. You know,
2: or satanic, yeah, or satanic like Petey Wheatstraw, the dolomite.
1: So Pedrino was born July 17th, 1954, on a farm in Santa Rita do Sapuca, Brazil, in a poor rural community. And I believe I said most of those words right. I Googled them and checked it out. So. <laughs> Google Translate. So he was one of seven children. He was born to a violent dad who was so violent that Pedrino was actually born with a dented skull that he sustained from a beating his father gave his mom while pregnant. Christ.
2: I mean, you know you're fuck when you were already getting beat before you were even born. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> that's you know that's that's serial killer one oh one. His dad was strict and violent. His mom was loving, but she was also strict because she was a Catholic. So she was always trying, you know, bringing him to church and, you know, big in the Catholic faith.
3: That sucks. Not only is my husband a beat the fuck out of me, I can't divorce him because of my faith either.
1: His first show of violence was at the age of 13. After losing a fight to one of his older, bigger cousins, while working with their grandpa, he attempted to shove him into a sugar cane press.
2: Yeah, I was about to say. Can I see what a sugar cane press looks like?
1: He tried to shove. The, Does it look the like cousin? a wood chipper? Uh, just more of a big machine. You can't see it, but there's some big rollers in there. His cousin survived, but he was permanently maimed, crippled for the rest of his life. His arm was ruined from the arm from the arm to his shoulder. Oh yeah, man, fucking. Okay,
2: okay so would it be like a gear in there, or?
3: There's a there's a belt that's driving that big wheel, and then that wheel is connected to a shaft and That'll that's that's operating something else on the other side i'm assuming right and so it's, a, it's like
1: rollers rolled that,
3: under that. it oh yeah. man could have got fucked up in any one of those things man holy shit
2: plus everything back then was
1: dangerous yeah, yeah.
2: every single thing <laughs> was dangerous
1: well so. ex- especially when you're in santa rita da sapuca brazil yeah <laughs> Yeah. you know what i mean i don't think <laughs> it's easy for you to say i don't just, think they could just jump in an ambulance and hurry up and get that looked at <laughs> yeah, real yeah, quick yeah.
3: and i'm sorry i was still processing the violence of that that was the cousin right because you said when he was working with the grandpa yeah so oh, okay uh um, they were both
1: working with grandpa and then so for a minute i was like damn he pushed grandpa into the machine to prove <laughs> a point. basically he had caught an ass whooping yeah. and he wasn't down with that and he's mm-hmm. like you know what must to shove this motherfucker into this machine. How about that? Terrible joke, but it's like, Pop's already
3: whipped my ass once. Nobody's ever whipped my ass again. You whip my ass, you're getting shoved into the fucking sugar cane press.
1: There you go. Fuck you, cuz. <laughs> so his dad would work as a security guard at one of the local schools. And in 1968, when Pedrino was 14, his father was wrongly accused of stealing food and was fired by the deputy mayor. They had a big family. This obviously is a big hit to the family because they ain't got no money. He's got seven kids. Right. Pedrino was furious and he grabbed his grandpa's shotgun and then he went and found the deputy mayor outside of the city hall and gummed him down in the street with a shotgun.
2: Wow. <laughs> Damn.
1: Damn. Now that's frowned upon, you know, so they. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I imagine so. Is that a misdemeanor in uh, Santa? Papa or whatever.
1: So now they're trying to find this kid. But luckily, you know, he's kind of a country kid anyway. So he kind of takes to the woods and hides out. And then he finds the security guard that actually did steal the food. So he kidnapped the security guard, shot him, Jesus. and then piled a bunch of furniture and stuff on top of it and lit it on fire to hide them. <laughs> Jesus. Goddamn. damn, way to okay, wait prove your case. And this
2: dude's like, what, 13 at this time? 14. Is 15, 14? Holy oh, shit. Yeah, my bad.
1: 14. There's
2: a whole, there's a whole year of development there that I skipped over. Come on, now, let's not be
1: stupid. Yeah. Jesus, I mean, like, come on, man. At 14, and there's no movie about this dude. I feel like that should be like the tagline for our podcast. There's no movie about this <laughs> well, dude. <yeah. laughs>
2: How on the fuck is there not a movie about this guy?
1: Like, like already,
2: obviously. that's not even. That's like you already in the first five or ten minutes. That's at least seven different uh, after school specials.
3: Remember the part of the brain that makes you angry? The <laughs> medulla oblongata? We're just going to go out on a limb here and say that his injury was nowhere near the medulla oblongata because this motherfucker is
1: violent as shit. Yes. He clearly came about the nickname Killer Petey, honestly. Holy. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And very early on in life. As like a fucking
3: newspaper headline. Killer Petey kills two in fucking two days trying to prove who took the extra rib sandwich from the fucking lunch. <laughs> God and on damn. top
2: of that, these people were, I'm assuming, adults. Yes. What was like, the mayor or the deputy yeah, mayor? Mean, like, and I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. But back in the day, like, you never saw a mayor that was, like, younger than or, like, like 50. At this point, the cousin's like, man, I got off easy. Fuck it. I right. still got one arm. <laughs> right? Thanks for leaving me an
3: arm PD (laughs) at first pops is like, yeah, yeah. He's got my back. He gunned that fucking mayor down the street. And then like
1: the second one, he's like, Ugh, fuck man. (laughs) I shouldn't have punched my so hard. Now he's highly wanted in the area. So he has to flee to hide out in Sao Paulo, which is one of the densest populated areas of Brazil. Now, when you talk about like the densest populations, This picture is really telling because when you see like the amount of buildings way off in the distance of the background and Yeah.
2: And it looks like a um, stark difference in classes. And uh, economics.
1: Yeah. From the favelas to the regular city. So he moves to Sao Paulo and that's quite a different contrast in living situations. So he goes from, you know, rural farm community to, this densely populated favela cities and he's got to make a living and we know there's one thing he's good at throwing
2: cousins into
1: uh <laughs> sugar smashers um he goes into business for himself robbing gangsters and drug dens
2: that sounds like the uh, proper revolution
1: and over time he puts together a small crew that he'd operate and he started a good little business in the favelas robbing large drug operations and kind of does it for years really okay i mean it, it's easy to
3: to understand like he said you you show up in a new city start robbing gangsters and shit of course that guy's gonna get a following people who who's willing to roll with
1: him and do his shit all right somebody's gonna be like holy shit yeah this kid's got balls
2: yeah this guy's got a completely different state of mind than what we're used to
1: so over these years first thing he does is he meets and falls in love with a lady named maria olympia of course you know, he's still a teenager and she'll sleep with him. So <laughs> yeah.
2: that was the criteria. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, uh, you're not offended by my junk. All right, cool. Maria
3: Let's go. Olympia. It sounds like a fucking stripper name. It sounds like a stripper name or something in the States.
1: There was a middle name too. I couldn't pronounce it. And I already was working hard on these cities. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going with Maria. Olympia. <laughs> and eventually he, you know, he makes so much money robbing these drug dealers. He buys a small little place from him and Maria. And she ends up getting pregnant. But, This violent lifestyle also earns you a lot of enemies. (laughs) Yeah. One day he comes home to his house to find Maria murdered while still pregnant with his unborn baby. Holy shit. Ooh. How is there not a movie about this guy? (laughs) Are you kidding me? They wrote, we will find you on the walls in her blood. Oh, come on. damn. Come on. I want to make this movie. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, God damn. The how pre-gamble. old is he how old is he now? Um <laughs> late teens, seventeen, sixteen, <laughs> seventeen.
2: Christ. Oh my god.
3: I was into some shit as a teenager, but not <laughs> like this.
2: I yeah, I had a pretty rowdy seventeen, but
3: <laughs> you <laughs> thought Lord, you had a rowdy seventeen. I thought 17. I did, god damn. Fucking lightweight. <laughs> god I feel
2: like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> see mom. Yeah, see, I could use this as a story, but like you thought I was bad. Okay. Have Have you you ever heard of Killer Petey?
1: (laughs) 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 Let me tell you the story of Killer Petey. Remember I always thought Cousin Billy was a dick? You know (laughs) what I didn't do? I didn't throw him in a fucking sugar cane press. Damn
2: straight. Hell yeah. I showed a lot of restraint
1: in those (laughs) days. So Petey loses his fucking shit. And he puts together his whole crew. This is his John Wick moment? Yes.
3: Yeah. Definitely wasn't where I thought this was going. This is exciting.
1: Yeah. He spent the next year torturing, killing gang members, trying to find out who was mer- responsible for Maria's death. I mean, what else are you going to do? Well, it's a, it's a grassroots operation. You know what I mean? You got to start <laughs> start at level one. Let's find a guy. Let's rip off his toenails, see what <laughs> yeah. he says, and we'll just work our way up the fucking there chain. There you go. I mean.
3: Well, the reason why I said it was going off his stats. So the first time going got tough, he moved to a different. I just thought he was going to say, well, I can't do nothing here anymore. I'm gonna move on to the next big city. You know, I know it's a big, big city, but there's plenty of big cities in Brazil. I'm assuming.
1: Oh, definitely. Nah. He's like, yeah, I'm, right gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm
3: gonna stick wife. around. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm gonna stick around and uh, so avenge she, a few deaths. So and... she
3: wasn't just somebody who he who would sleep with him. He was in love. Yeah. He was avenging his love.
1: Eventually, it's him and his gang. They're just kind of tearing the neighborhood upside down, and the ex wife of one of his top rivals, a drug dealer that went by the name China. She got her ass beat by China and she eventually leaves him and she comes to Pedrino and she's like, Hey, you know your boy China that you've been beefing with. He's the one that did that show. Oh, damn. I wonder if it was true. That's what's crazy. So he takes right. it as gospel, like right. for sure. In the meantime, was she just like she just hit know, the easy button. Yeah, this motherfucker been beating my ass and shit. Alright. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. I got cool. you, bro. I got you. All right. Got you covered, bro. We'll see how this plays out. Yeah. Guess who Guess who hits other people besides
3: women? This crazy motherfucker has been rolling around the city killing everybody. And
2: what has she got to lose? Because even if she is lying, her problem is taken care of. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to do anything to her just because she told him,
3: you know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, placebo effect on him, too. Like, he gets the satisfaction
1: of thinking he killed a dude who took care of his wife. Yeah. Bang, bang. Exactly. So, Pedrino's like, fuck yeah. Found the guy. <laughs> He finds out that China is going to be attending his brother's wedding. Oh, man. So he gets his two best guys, and <laughs> oh, no. he shows up at the wedding reception dressed as, you know, attendees. Okay, <laughs> so now he's wedding crashing baby, my man's baby, wedding Baby China's getting married. All right. They stroll up in the reception. As soon as China sees him, he knows it's on, so he goes to pull his revolver. Which for for one, you just had a wedding and you just got your revolver ready to go like. Yeah, well, mean, when
2: you live that lifestyle, I I you live that. His name's
1: China. So maybe he did do it because yeah. he knew that motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. But Pedrino already had his shotgun pulled.
2: <laughs> he walked in with it out. This motherfucker's wearing a tuxedo carrying a shotgun. I don't remember Vince Vaughn doing this, the man. Fucking, what
1: the fuck is this guy doing?
2: The valet is like, "Can I take your shotgun, sir?". No, I'm going to hold on to it.
1: <laughs> I got it. It's I good. got it. Well, and they thought, well, that's cool. China's got his piece. I guess this is a, a <laughs> peace-friendly party. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I knew we should have just mailed a gift in. <laughs> so, yeah, he kills China in the middle of the wedding reception. And him and his guys, they hold up the whole wedding. And they take all the women and children and make them leave and send them upstairs. And then just unloaded their weapons into the rest of the crowd of the wedding that was left. Oh, my Damn. God. They killed seven people. To- uh, they killed seven people total and wounded sixteen more. Small wedding. They went and grabbed drinks at the bar and then left the wedding. <laughs> at, the, at that bar? Yes. At the bar yeah. the at wedding? the wedding bar. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Come on. Damn. For sure. Stopped and grabbed them a couple beers and bounced out. Grizzly. After this, Pedrino became known as Killer Petey. Oh, after that?
3: Yeah. Damn.
1: They also, before that, they used to call him, sometimes they call him cartridge Petey, because his go-to weapon was a double-barrel shotgun.
2: Okay. Ah. See, if his name was Marv, it would have been Massacre Marv or Messy Marv. <laughs>
1: you know what's crazy is in America, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, seven people got killed mm-hmm. and we've talked about it for a century. In Brazil, these motherfuckers, seven of them got killed, 16 more got fucking gunned down. Jesus. Never even fucking heard of it. No. Nope.
2: Somebody. and it's
1: and, well, i'm sorry no. it's at a, at, a, at,
2: a <laughs> at a wedding yeah <laughs> a small intimate wedding from yep. the sound of it the uh, the amount of people that were there
3: bro is there any way that you think that you could maybe not come to my wedding what are you talking about man <laughs> there's no way i'd miss my brother's wedding what about this guy? He's supposed to show up with the fucking rifles and shotguns and shit. And he's like, oh, I have my piece. And he's like, but don't you think you could just maybe just skip on it and, uh, you know, and then just not bring any pieces so we could just get married and shit? Like, no, it's cool, man. If anything pops off, they'll fucking, like, send the women and children away and shit. We'll just deal with it like men. (laughs) Fuck, man. Just stay home, China. Go to your brother's fucking wedding.
2: (laughs) Or at the very least, go to your biggest cousin and be like, hey. If this guy shows up, don't let him in. <laughs> I kind of made a boo-boo and I erased his like girlfriend who was about to have his kid. So he might be a little mad at me. So do me a favor, don't let him in.
1: If you see a guy looks very angry and very <laughs> young, like too young to be here? Yeah. That's him. Yeah,
2: especially if he's carrying a shotgun. I think a lot of a lot of steps could have been taken to right. prevent whatever happened there
1: china probably thought he was fucking king shit he probably just thought he's gonna win or he didn't do it yeah <laughs> so, so he she... had no reason to
2: expect yeah. anybody was gonna show up and do that to him he was he's just... like where's your girlfriend hey china where's your girl at i don't know i haven't seen her in a couple of weeks <laughs> You know what i mean like i think she got mad because i beat her again he's there with a new one and shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he got a side piece at the wedding, like yeah. you know. Life is good, man. Life is good, man. Three week rule. I haven't heard from her in three weeks. <laughs> yeah,
1: we were on a break. So he kind of definitely hits a downslope after this. He becomes a practitioner of Makumba, which is a form of spirituality compared to Voodoo. Oh. Uh, non practitioners sometimes refer to it as black magic. It involves, like, a lot of ceremonies and animal sacrifices and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, generally, any anybody that doesn't do that will... They'll, you know, something like uh, Palo Mayombe and, like, uh, Yoruba and all that stuff, they'll, they'll call it black magic. If they don't understand it, they call it black magic.
1: So, yeah, he's, he stays in the area for a while. His level of violence uh, continues to grow. One time, he... One of his female cousins got pregnant, and the guy refused to marry her, so... Shotgun in the street, man. Oh, Same fucking style. All right, gun that motherfucker. Also, up. he
2: didn't even like force Jesus. him to marry her. He was like, nah, bing, done. you're done. Like,
1: even not- if you change your mind, you're not her type now. You know what I mean? I don't want, I don't want you around. If that's the kind of guy you are. And this is when he was only 18, right? Yeah, he's 18. Damn. <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ, this guy. This but, dude knows how to make
1: it count. I'll tell you that. By the time he was 18 years old, he had personally killed 10 people. Wow. Now, he's garnered a feared reputation on the streets. Gangsters, drug dealers, anybody sees him, they just fucking run. You know. (laughs) And why wouldn't you? Yeah, well earned. Right, we seen we seen the wire. Omar coming, yo. Yeah. Straight up. Also went with a double barrel shotgun, by the way, too. Yes. It's one of those deals where
3: it's it's the respect culture to say the least, right? So it's like and then when you get a person who's just really fucking got a screw loose, even the respect culture where you follow like a chain of command, like the higher ups got the power, the lower downs do what they, the higher ups say. It's like when a person comes through that, that fucking nutty by the time they're 18, I could see why even the seasoned grizzly guys are fucking like, whoa, I've I've seen a couple murders, but goddamn 10 <laughs> motherfuckers by 18. I just, shit, man, I'd, I'd be
1: shitting my pants too.
2: Absolutely. Huh. It's a new breed.
1: Yes. The downside, in addition to the notoriety on the street, That also mean he had a lot of notoriety from the law, too. So he's constantly having to lay low low and hide out, which is weird because you could tone it down a little bit and rob drug dealers and police don't care that much. But I think it has to be the casualness in which he would just drop bodies all over town. It doesn't matter what you're doing. That is, you know, the broken window deal. You know what I mean? You can't have bodies on the street. So,
2: was he in the drug trade? or was it just the money that the drug dealers had that he was after?
1: I'm guessing it was the money. There's never any reports of him selling drugs. Now, I'm assuming if you're robbing drug dealers, you can't always be getting the money. So he has right. to have some kind of connection. That's the part that of the me. money yeah. too. But I don't know. I guess I just automatically went to the Omar Little situation. I, like, I, mean, I don't know. Omar yeah, figured 100%. it out. He's not, a, he's not a drug dealer. He's a stick-up guy. So I guess Killer Petey was just a stick-up guy. I
2: mean, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you're going to go where the money is. But it's just it's just interesting that, you know, from a different – if you looked at it from a different viewpoint it'd be like, okay, like he was a vigilante, like he was trying to take drug dealers out of the area, but that's not really the case. It seems like it seems more like he was just after what they had. Right. And they seem to be the guys that had the most.
3: You might be onto something there i thought about this earlier like 10 murders without getting into the clink and i know we're we're talking about a whole different country than america and shit like that but i'm not saying there ain't people that got 10 bodies that still on the streets in america either i'm just saying like i thought about that same thought like 10 dudes and he still hasn't been caught up so you might be right maybe he picked his uh victims or his targets to rob because he knew that Maybe the authorities had their hands full with them fuckers anyways, and maybe that's where the big cash was. Yeah. And, and, you know, like, the cops are used to getting paid off by these dudes, and now you got this fucking nutcase just rolling through people on the streets that they're used to getting envelopes from. And now this guy's out taking them out because he doesn't give a shit about the cops getting paid off. He doesn't care about the boss getting paid off. He's just rolling through it for himself, and you know, that's why maybe what he said, the cops are going to start, you know, clamping down on him because he's taking out the dudes they're getting paid from.
2: And I mean, like, it's the classic, like, trope, because like, we watch too many movies and TV shows. And it's like, ah, it's just a lot of paperwork. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck what language, what country, but there's going to be somebody, some cop somewhere complaining huh. about the amount of paperwork they have to do when somebody gets murked. Like, ah, oh, well, fuck, I have to write a 12-page report now. Like, God, shit like that. Goddamn killer pediatrician. Kill two Yeah, fucking Killer Petey. If I hear their name, Killer Petey one more time. Be out here all
1: goddamn night doing fucking paperwork.
2: Exactly. Picking up his mess. He's the fucking uh, Brazilian Batman. (laughs) No, I'm just Uh, kidding. (laughs) Nowhere near.
1: (laughs) uh, You're closer than you think. A little off, but but what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and take a quick smoke break, refill our drinks, and we'll be back in a minute.
4: Dear mama, these cannibal kids wanna be These cannibal cannibals wanna be These cannibal cannibals wanna be king. These cannibal kids wanna be cannibal wanna be cannibal to be These Cowers, solo but marble man, they crowd us. Spilling in the street with heat like hot lava. Hot bottles, molotovs tossed and rocks in his disciples like vipers, they strike quickly. Come at me like an army, I'm tearing you down with me. Spit like a bear and rulers of bread like Kaisers. Roll with the goal and get beaten like outsiders. These amateur animals swing in the wrong jungle. Climbing the wrong vines mean these lions will scuff you. Concrete wilderness building our own structures. Authority, morally, lack conscience. Fighting for survival with rivals, with throat punches. Oh, yeah. Orange and order them. Kill them all, just destroy them and let your guy get to sorting them. Court of Honor corroded as soon as it was awarded. Some Celebrations were thwarted before they could be supported. Rolling Thunder bombarded and Flaming Dark put a part of them. Separate and disarm them and send the bulls to the parliament. Operation Niagara, Viet Cong on the battle with. Land mines and grenades and flamethrowers to scatter them. Dear mama, this battle is harder than what we thought it'd be. Every part of me scarred, I'll be recognized when they murder me. Wow, hey. It's almost time to run, put on your army helmets now. You're running toward the sun with all your guns, Defenses down. Flashes everywhere, the lights create an atmosphere. Water in your lungs, you pray for death but life is here. You're about to die, face it, you're about to die. Zero sand in your glass, fuck it, you can't even cry. Put a dagger to your neck, just to keep yourself in check. Put a dagger to your neck, just to keep yourself in check. Everybody grab a side as you fight to stay alive. Dancing on a hand grenade so you can they survive. Silver bullets in the sky, dropping seven-second death. Scattering the children, run, rubbing till there's nothing left. Ashes in the water. Sons and daughters hold the flags up high. Roller in the harbor as the military tanks arrive. Penetrate the border with disorder like an animal. Every war has the honor of turning kings into cannibals. Okay.
1: We're back. I got this drink for us to try out. I've been excited to try it on the show. It's called Spalding's Coffee Liqueur. It's by Ann Arbor Distilling Company, Ann Arbor, Michigan. So this is not only like a local product. It's made all from locally grown uh, products also. I love that. So shit. it's like the farm to table version of alcohol. It's dope, man. And if you look at, you were like talking about how much you like the packaging on it earlier.
2: Oh, the packaging is incredible.
1: It looks like some old, like, alchemist shit or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Absolutely. But if you look it on here, each one's got initialed who bottled it and which batch number. Yeah, that packaging is
2: fucking beautiful. So, I had a designer boner looking at that.
1: Now, I don't usually like liqueurs. I think it's more of a texture thing. Obviously, they usually taste good. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's usually a little bit too thick or too syrupy or sweet for me. You I'm know? with you. Um, What do you guys think of this one?
3: I like it a lot. I agree. First thing I thought of when you said Spaulding was, of course, the athletic supplier <laughs> company or the baddest motherfucking Spaulding of all time from that them horror movies. God damn it. I'm terrible. at oh. You know I'm talking Dr. Spaulding. Egg.
2: Rest in peace, Sid okay.
3: Yep. So anyways, I was pumped up to try it. I got some uh, butterscotch, caramel, coffee. I'm getting a lot from, from the flavors on this. And I mean, you know... I don't have a great palate because, you know, we smoke and whatnot, but, I mean, with a drink like this, you can't miss the flavors, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, I meant Captain's Balding, not Dr. Balding. it was Dr. Satan, but yeah, this, uh, yeah, the taste is fucking, this is great. You know when people try to convince you that, like, cold coffee is good? Mm-hmm. This is good cold coffee, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right on. Like, it. Eh, no fuck off. I finally did it. I
1: finally convinced
2: you. Of. Yeah, yeah. This 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 is I'm sure it's difficult to make that happen to you know, mimic that taste, but yeah. actually be palatable. This is really, really good. I'm I'm down.
1: So I'm a fan. there's a recipe a cocktail they sell <clears throat> is the Spalding's White Russian, which they say is the world's oh, best oh, I'll bet. uh White Russian.
2: I'll bet it is. No i, I was imagine
1: i kind of wanted to do it today but then i figured we could just try it straight up yeah. but next time i got a russian for us to cover on this podcast oh, we're yeah. gonna uh we're gonna do the spaulding's white russian
2: i call dibs on russians <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if we can do that here but I call yeah. dibs on that episode russians and mexicans <laughs> if it's possible
1: and I think, so far, we've covered one Russian and one Mexican, and you were on both of those. So, so far. Well, I'm pretty
2: honored to be on both of those.
3: I love Adidas. I mean, so if Russian gangsterdom has to deal with Adidas, I mean. <laughs> 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 no, but really, though, uh, just, sorry to bring it back to the Spalding, but if you grab some Spalding, throw some coffee in there, like you said, white Russian, Either way, I could see it working out, man. Get get a little bit of uh, you know, mix in there, but it's good stuff, man.
2: Yeah, I can't wait to try a, a white Russian with
1: this in it. This is really really good. These are very dangerous because it doesn't taste like anything at all, and the more right. you drink them, the smoother they get. And then I put them on these big ice cubes so they get like real, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, easy to drink. And uh, yep. and these bottles are 18 bucks. So oh, that's oh, all. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I don't know, man. Liquor's expensive, so it's eighteen not, bucks to me it's is not like, liquor though. Not... It's a liqueur, well, so it's ch- not that yeah, strong. You're right. So I'm not very educated in the world of like. I drink a lot of bourbons, but I usually drink them at other people's
1: houses. Right. Or at bars. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like really like, drink like, them.
2: Yeah, I mean that's how well, I used to be with weed. I never, I never used to buy weed. I just used to hang out with people who smoked and bought it or sold it.
1: <laughs> it's the much better way to do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I mean, like I never bought it, in fucking my whole life,
1: but I smoked a lot of it. You Knowing uh,
3: a guy with a pickup truck.
1: Yep. And I bought a pickup truck because I was sick of asking people to have their pickup trucks. And now I'm the fucking guy with the pickup truck, man. You
2: know what? Because we are the people who, instead of waiting around for other people to do shit for us, we just learn how to do the shit ourselves. Yeah. You have to. Otherwise, you're going to be sitting around waiting for other people for the rest of your life.
1: ever. Yep. Well, that's. That's life lessons from say yes. hello to the bad Yes. Yes.
2: Life pro tip. The more, you shut yourself,
1: <laughs> three beers and a, some liquor deep. Yep, it's, t- it's time to start uh, explaining to you how uh, kids how life works. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Look, I'm a 43 year old with his own podcast. OK, I have pretty much made
3: it. <laughs> People call success me story. When they need a pickup truck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So when we left off, Killerpedia became one of the premier drug robbers and murderers of Sao Paulo at the time. Uh, He's a feared and wanted man. Eventually, over time, word gets back to him that his father was in jail for killing his mother. He killed her with a machete. Uh, Legend has it that he hacked her 21 times with the machete. That'll come back. So I don't know if that's true, but they say that he hacked her 21 times. And Petey demands He's like you know what I gotta go see my fucking dad You know and any of his boys his gang He doesn't have he's got like a tight crew but he's got a small crew And they're all like dude you're one of the most wanted people In Brazil he's in jail You can't just fucking go see him And he says no I'm gonna go see my dad (laughs) So he finds out the jail that his dad's in (laughs) And they uh they storm into the jail He demands to go see him He goes and sees his dad In a holding cell in jail where he then stabs him 22 times, before cutting out his heart and biting a piece off of it. Holy shit!
2: What? What song is playing as he's walking out of there slow motion? Yeah. Is it all along the watchtower? Yeah. Is it? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> fucking <like, laughs> him and his gang. He's got like <laughs> fucking half a heart sticking out of it his, his like... mouth.
3: <laughs> it is, and his boys are like the like his boys are there, and the cops are looking at his boys, and they're like, is this happening? Or like, uh, look, dude, he said he's gonna fucking cut this guy's heart out. So you gonna let him in to see this motherfucker? Or do you want your heart cut the fuck out? Cause this dude has got a track record of doing what the fuck he wants to the people that harm his loved ones. So it's gonna
2: yeah. be like a quarter flash. my <laughs> heart.
1: I was thinking... Something, uh,
2: something, I forget how it goes, but something like that. What's that song, uh, <laughs> Riders on the Storm? Oh, that too, yeah. Riders you have to be really slow motion on that one. We could make this movie, bro. I'm telling I'm you. T- hey, I'm already <laughs> writing it as we're going along. I can't... I already have the fucking sequel. Like, God damn. Like, this dude... I don't know, man. Holy like, I just shit. have this... I have a neon sign of his DEF CON rating. Just in my head flashing (laughs) like motherfucker you know what it's gonna be you know what
1: it's gonna be well i still got all this (laughs) to go man okay um so he walked out of the jail but he was quickly taken into custody oh shocker i mean he's there (laughs) (laughs) like
2: we just so happen to have police officers Right there. Right. <laughs>
3: they're like that. That was how long it took for their national guard to show up and shit.
2: <laughs> they're like, oh, goddamn, you guys got here. you' got a to fucking heart out to bite out of it. The amount of time it takes to open a man's chest cavity, and then to take his heart out, and then actually bite it. I mean, not that I know personally.
1: Right. I'm just saying. It's Holy see- fuck. In my research, it seems like they for sure, he for sure went up in there with his boys. Uh-huh. But for sure got arrested by himself. So I feel like when he was done, he was just like, all right, we're done here, guys. You know what? Go ahead. His
2: boys I'm... were like, yo, that wasn't part of the plan, bro. Like, holy shit. Yeah, right.
4: That's I thought so you just wanted to see your dad.
2: What are you doing with the heart?
4: You're gonna eat it? Oh, hell
2: no. no. Oh, bro. All no, right. bro. This is some next level shit, bro. <laughs> no. One more
3: angle. One more angle. Riders on the storm still playing. <laughs> he's he's like, looking around for fist like, bumps. He's and... like, guys, you guys can leave. And they're like, no, man, we're we're watching the guards. And he's like, Guards, you guys leave too. You guys don't
2: want to see what's gonna happen next. <laughs> now for some reason I can hear losing my religion playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's gotta be when he's going to uh Makumba. When he's when he's starting to take over the uh I mean like, God damn, man, this guy. They're like, hey, is anyone gonna stop him from eating that heart? Or no? No, we're just going to mm-hmm. let him? Okay, I getting, all right. I ain't getting in there,
3: man. That's Jeez. religious shit,
1: bro.
2: I fucking freedom of, freedom of religion, bro.
1: <laughs> he was taken into custody on May 24th, 1973 at 19 years old. Jesus Christ. He's only 19. Back back. All, all of this. We, we're, we're at 19. 19. <laughs> they transport him to prison in a paddy wagon. It was him and three prisoners. Is Him, a robber, a rapist. They transferred him all to prison. When they arrived at prison, they opened the back of the paddy wagon to let him out and found out he had killed the rapist on the ride to prison.
2: <laughs> when, you, when you said rapist, that what? was the only outcome I yep. expected. I, I, you were like, was it me? he got fucking blood all over his mouth and shit. Like, I
1: don't know what you're talking about. Remember, wasn't me. I didn't do it. They ended up sentencing him connected to 15 murders and gave him 128 years. And in court, he said, 15 that's it
2: oh yeah oh so he's gone (laughs) (laughs) and he's only 19 yeah he's got the gravitas of a pro when keeping it real
1: goes wrong it's like damn only 15 that's it yeah so when i send him to prison they let him know they're like well look you know most of this prison is full of either family members or members of these gangs and these drug cartels that you've been robbing for years so you know these people they're their brothers their dads their you know fellow gang members they're all in there you know so you're qualified for uh pc you know you want protective custody we'll put you in a solitary it's almost like a cop
2: being arrested or exactly
1: yeah he declined any protective custody and requested to get put into general population
2: damn
3: straight (laughs) this This is like a fucking training session for this (laughs) guy good god this guy he's like i mean are you talking about like uh dress rehearsal here
1: Why would I want to go to protective... Who would I kill there?
2: Yeah, exactly. I can't chew any ears off in fucking protective custody. I've got to be me, man.
1: Damn. His first day on the guard, he was attacked by five prisoners. In the ensuing fight, Killer Petey killed three men and stabbed the other two.
2: Oh, my... All right. Listen, I'm not trying to fan out over a guy like this. Yeah. But... If this was a movie <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd be probably high fiving somebody right now. <laughs> Keister stash. That was the that was the term. That was the term I was Boof. looking for. I he was
3: like, boofed. how did this guy get this shank up in the mother? Well, 108 years in prison. And by the way, you mm-hmm. can get protective custody, we'll put you in solitary but we're not going to check your butthole for a shank. So you can immediately (laughs) fucking kill like three. I mean, don't get me wrong. Maybe it was like the sons of anarchy when fuck has his name, Opie or whatever, they goes into jail (laughs) and they throw him in the room with the bat and shit. And like, here's your weapon. You know
1: what I'm saying? Like the cops are like, well, there's five dudes waiting for you around the corner, but you get one shank and shit. (laughs) I like to think, he fucking, like, John wicked it from one of the guys attacking him and then just fucking... All him. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause that's what I'm going with. poofing a hey. shank
2: like that is going to be... Like that's little... going to really kill the scene. That's yeah, not a scene like, I want to shoot. He requested it, so I'm with you.
1: Like, yeah. it must be a medical condition because he won't sit down. He's Wolverine. Shanks just shoot out of his wrists. <laughs> In his cells, because he wasn't allowed to have anything, he practices fighting skills on brick walls <laughs> to toughen his body up
3: this guy. Here i was i was gonna ask what his punishment was it was like nothing dude we offered him solitary he said nope i'd rather have gen pop so killing those three dudes got him nothing i guess I, I what are we do- supposed to do just,
1: <laughs> he's never getting out we don't know what to do with him i
2: just want to take this time to thank you for having me on this one <laughs> <laughs>
1: this guy fucking this is great see the nicknames the crazy fucking oh, nicknames bro. man
2: god damn man
1: while in prison, he would regularly target and kill prisoners.
2: I mean, you got 120 years. You got to do like, something with yeah, your Yeah, I mean, what? So. you know, what are they going to do? Give you more? <laughs>
1: he would especially target anyone in prison for hurting women or children. Okay. He got a tattoo on his forearm that said, I kill for pleasure. <laughs> okay. yeah, ice cold, bro. Ice motherfucking cold. <laughs> is a real person that's not that's not even a. this guy is not like, even a little discreet like no i like it this guy thinks bronson is a pussy this guy thinks chopper reed is a bitch so he's got i kill for pleasure on his forearm and he calls it his resume like, <laughs> want to see my resume
3: yeah this
2: is it good god
3: i, I had him do it in two sections i kill so if the guard stopped and said, no, he can't finish, at least I got I Kill on there, which is fucking just as bad as I Kill for pleasure. He's
2: like fucking Victor Zazz if you're a Batman <laughs> fan. Like, he just got fucking marks like, yeah, one, two, three, four. Yeah. One, two, three, four. <laughs>
1: it's like uh, Killmonger. Yeah, exactly. Over his time in prison, he killed two of his cellmates. One for snoring too loud. <laughs> the other because he didn't like his face. See, that's why I would
2: never want to go to prison. Because okay. I have a ugly face and I snore. <laughs> so i
3: fucked. Knock some of the shine <laughs> off the vigilante angle there with
1: yeah. the killing you for the way you look and because you snore.
3: Yeah, just Fuck please. your
1: sinuses. I did think that was the reason that was kind of important to put in there because a lot of the portrayals, some people really do like this real... Uh, He's the punisher like good guy portrayal of him. Oh, got it. At the end of the day, he still is a uh, a mass murderer. It's funny when you say when you say he killed two people. Right. One because they snored that's the good reason yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like oh. anyone who's ever been in a relationship
2: with anyone that snores yeah.
3: i mean you probably uh they could have had sleep schedules or yeah. something like that, that guy could have did some shit yeah. to avoid that
2: because i've woken <laughs> up some mornings and looked at the girl i was with and i could see that look in her eye like i could have stabbed you last night because
1: you would not let me sleep through his prison term, he was confirmed to have murdered 47 inmates. Get the fuck out of here. What, what span of time? <laughs> Jesus Christ. For a long time. <clears throat> uh, how long? Okay. okay. It'll be a long time. Like into, uh, well, I don't know when he went to uh, psychiatry, but over like 20 some years, 25 <laughs> years. Christ. Okay. So that's about two a year. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, we don't know what the flow
2: of that was. It could have been seven one year, Might it took a year off. <laughs> you know like,
1: His AKPY was 2.0. For the crimes he committed in prison, he ended up getting sentenced to an additional 400 years. So now he's just, it's just like a joke now. It's just like a caricature. So eventually over time, he gets transferred from general population to a psychi- uh, psychiatric unit. Wow. About time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if we can crack this
1: egg. At the psychiatric unit, they eventually gave him a punching bag since they were tired of washing the bloody walls. (laughs) Oh, okay. So he's just beating the walls. (laughs) So (laughs) let's give you something softer. Well, so they let him do that in prison for decades. They sent him to a psychiatric unit and they had to go clean up the walls and they started throwing up and shit. And they're like, dude. Get this man a punching bag, Jesus Christ, he's just yeah. gonna fucking beat this wall in Fuck. all day every day and shit.
3: See we uh we had a subject, Silverstein, on the show, season one, and America built a fucking prison for this guy. And yeah. it, the only difference was who he targeted in the prison, so there's yep. something to be said there if this guy yep. I wonder if Brazil would have did the same shit because I mean god damn man 40 something fucking murdered just in prison holy shit
2: yeah this dude um this is rare air um really? you know what I'm saying <laughs> like yeah. we we hear guys who were like you know they had the potential to maybe be this or do something similar to this but
1: not on this scale while in a psychiatric unit he also converted back to Catholicism oh well that's good most, that's important
3: you know technicalities man you need to be able to our father away that shit dude. yeah
2: yeah pray for forgiveness for
1: 65 murders we'll call it uh 71
2: oh okay a that's total a
1: overall oh, 71 47 in jail well
2: that's like 15 about. hail marys i think <laughs> i think give me 15 hail marys and Some six our fathers, our fathers yeah. and
1: you should be good It turns out in Brazil, there's a constitutional rule that says that no one can be in prison for more than 30 years. However, they were able to hold him (laughs) under a rule signed in 1934 that psychopaths can be held indefinitely in psychiatric establishments (laughs) for treatment.
2: Okay. Okay. For
1: treatment. Yeah. The humane way.
2: So wait a minute. So they know. So what is the point of having a sentence and adding on years if there's no... That doesn't make any sense.
1: I tried and tried and tried. The reason it took this story so long to get told yeah. is me trying to figure out this end yeah. piece of the story where this whole thing works out. It's, it's really tough to figure out. Right. And I don't know why they do it that way, but ultimately, a person can only do 30 years. So you sentence them to whatever. I think those extra years, similar to America, those extra life terms, yeah. they affect your parole status.
3: Okay. So okay.
1: where you might never do five life terms, but you are only eligible for parole you might be eligible for parole in 10 years well if we don't ever want you to get parole we give you extra life terms and that way it's 10 and then 10 and 10 and then now we know you're never going to get out but now you're never going to be eligible for parole or you're never going to be eligible for conjugal visits or stuff like that so i think that's why they do it yeah it makes you know for maximum security
2: and and probably there same as here whenever they see a problem they kind of put a band-aid on it Mm -hmm. And then hope that that Band-Aid holds until they meet somebody that just completely goes past everything they've ever had. Like, this guy clearly has to be above and beyond what they're
1: normally used to dealing with. Because they're honestly probably right. They're usually probably right. After 30 years, you've either reformed or... You've killed yourself in prison, or or yeah. got killed or doing the killed... game life. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean. You've either weeded yourself out that way because you yep. want to stay a knucklehead, or the universe or weeded you out. Pers- so typically, thirty years is probably a good enough way to figure it out in most cases, one way or the other. Yeah, I, you know? I mean, it makes sense. Not a lot of guys do their time for thirty years to go wait and fuck up again. I'm not saying it never happens. I'm saying sure. a lot of them don't right right now if you're doing that kind of, if you're willing to do that kind of time you're really w- wanting to live some good life when see some when you get out so you know they got this loophole for psychopaths and it's good until an old psychiatric evaluation from 1982 came up that determined that because of the amount of affection he had for his mother Maria and then his sister who would come see him sometimes that he couldn't be a psychopath, that he was actually a sociopath with paranoid and antisocial tendencies. Okay. And then uh, they had something, it was like he had like a violence acceptance issue where he felt a lot of what he brought to the table is the fact that he could be more violent and that makes people respond. So that was his way of getting his way across in the world. It's almost a very identical diagnosis to uh tommy karate yeah who they said well yeah he has all these psychopathic tendencies but he really loved his his wife. yeah it's interesting yeah yeah. and uh psychopaths can't do that and he legitimately loved her he legitimately loved his mom he loved and he loved his
2: and he loved his family because Mm -hmm. the reason that he killed the mayor and the reason that he went after that guy was because of, of the effect that it had on his family Mm -hmm. Maybe not necessarily to, like, absolve his father. Yeah. Because, like, his father was a piece of shit, obviously. But he clearly wanted to... He wanted someone to suffer for whatever happened to his family.
1: He was trying to get... Yeah, get some get back.
2: So he he cared about Mm -hmm. certain things. It's just the way that he went about caring. Violence acceptance sounds
3: like the very, like, basic (laughs) of diagnosis Mm -hmm. on that side. And that's what's a bummer about when you put a black and white... On a gray area, like sociopath or psychopath. Yeah. You try to pretend like one person's sociopath, you know, with a little twinge of murder tendencies as somebody else's with a little twinge of just stealing from everybody and not giving a fuck about it. So that's, but either way, I can dig it. Like, hey, if your law is sociopaths, get this and psychopaths, get that. then I can see how there's a loophole there.
1: Yeah. Hmm? Well, at the end of the day, he had a piece of paper that said, you're not a psychopath. And he said, well, hey, that means TikTok. 30 and out, motherfucker.
2: <laughs> like four. Jesus
1: <laughs> Christ, this guy. Well, he was already over his 30. So by the time so they got this me. old thing. Owe you owe me some yeah. shit. So he became eligible for parole on April 24, 2007. He was released. Oh, my God. He was released? Yeah. So he went and lived off the grid in rural Brazil. <laughs> Is he 22 now? Uh, <laughs> in, uh, in 2011, they were still like a lot of authorities were pissed. So
2: were like, I
1: bet guys out. So they were trying to investigate like some old, uh, like prison riot investigation charges that they thought could maybe get some shit that they could get them back in on. Yeah. And when they went to question him, they found him with a gun, which was a parole violation. Uh, so in 2011 He was sent back to jail uh, For the parole violation But he said, he was like, look, I'm living off the grid You know, you need a gun Like, yeah, I'm in these, I live in this fucking jungle I live in this, this Brazil, jungle, you know, these woods and shit
2: Yeah, but I mean, at the same time
1: Well, you're like, not a guy you want to trust He's not a guy you trust with a shotgun Yeah, and, <laughs> and obviously
2: <laughs> I mean, he had to know that he's that not supposed to have a shotgun Or or that people really don't want him to be out You know what I'm saying
1: And it's not like he was out there with a fucking bow and arrow then. Right. He was out there with a gun He knows he's not supposed to be having guns And shit. And like then
2: probably, I mean maybe it was But I doubt it was like in a lockbox somewhere like, right. You know, like yeah, right. secure. It was probably in his hands
1: when they pulled yeah, up Yeah, exactly, and like, Fuck.
2: like on his lap Fuck,
1: He was that's fucking stirring yep, stir stir his coffee with, a with it Or some shit, like you know <laughs> what I'm saying like, So yeah, 2011 he was sent back For the parole violation and then Killer P D was released again in 2018. Oh, damn. Get out of here. Seven yeah. more. He now has a Portuguese YouTube channel. Get outta out of here! released really? yeah. still alive. Yeah. It's oh, called, uh, my God. It's called Petrino X Matador. Oh,
2: the X killer. Man. Ah, fuck. I would. Yeah, man.
3: I need to start knowing before... And if these guys are still alive, so I could tailor my
2: jokes (laughs) to to the living. Hey, 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 Petey! Petey! Petey boy! Petey, my guy! (laughs) I was just fucking around, bro. I will definitely
3: like and subscribe uh, (laughs) immediately after. I mean, we're
2: cool, Petey, right? you, we're cool? Who am I? You're my boy, (laughs) Petey. (laughs) I love Uh, Matador's. Not killers, but I
1: like Matador's. So, that's the story of Killer Petey.
0: So, say goodnight to the bad guy. Come on. The last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again, let me tell
1: you. All right. Oh, Lord. So, you guys haven't seen a picture. If we were going to cast a movie, which we already have mostly written. Um, Jesus, yeah. About Killer Petey, who would you cast to play him? All right. Hmm. Okay, so is he from Portugal?
2: What was the first country? He's from Brazil. Brazil. Okay, so he's from Brazil. I know a lot of Brazilian fighters, but not a lot of Brazilian actors. All I see is yellow shorts.
1: Yeah, you could about uh, play the DC card. Like, he does, he doesn't know any actors, so he just picks fucking MMA fighters. Or...
2: Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Brazil. Like, I, that's all I know from Brazil is MMA fighters with yellow shorts.
1: He picked, uh, Patrick Mahomes to play
2: Cherokee Bill. <laughs> I think he's busy, dude.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but what well, do you have a hint? Stocky, tall. He's um, he's like a lean guy, I guess. Lean? Is he like, tall? No, like shortish and lean, like short, wiry though, not like short and stocky. Short, lean, and wiry. Uh, he's like light skin. I mean, he's Brazilian looking though. Okay. He's more I... Vitor Belfort than he is Anderson Silva. Gotcha. Well, I mean,
2: Oscar Isaac can play anybody. Mm So I'm going to go with Oscar Isaac.
3: I like it. You guys sound like you you guys are better with actors than me, so I'll just throw these ones out there real quick. I don't know why, but this one's going to be off the wall. But Happy Gilmore, the, (laughs) (laughs) the actor who played the supervisor who got shot in the head with the nail gun,
1: oh uh
2: jaws from moonraker yeah uh a real big guy i don't know why what's his name and, and then how ha-
1: i know who you're talking about i have no yeah, idea what his name yeah and is.
3: then the other one's for javier uh bordem, bordem, oh, bordem, yeah. bordem.
2: javier bordem
1: can play but i mean i know
3: that one. one's a popular one we name a lot and uh, then, i don't know i
1: don't i think that's a good one and, and Richard then the Kiel? last
3: one for some reason was <laughs> wilmer <Valderrama>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> cast
3: a wide net, my friend. I'm <laughs> sorry, man. I just figured I'd rapid fire three random shits at y'all. But and...
1: Rich,
2: Richard Keel, who was the supervisor from Happy Gilmore. Yeah, that's him. He was in Moonraker. He was in a lot of.
1: Only so I think when you got Richard Keel at one end and Wilmer Valderrama right there, so anyone, well (laughs) everybody in the world, I want want to
2: see, I want to see an adaptation of Frankenstein, where uh, Wilmer Valderrama is Doctor Frankenstein and Richard Keel is. is (laughs) (laughs) I want to
1: see that now. We're just making extra movies. (laughs) I think out of those ones though, I think Javier Bardem. Have you ever done? Yep.
2: I want to say, oh man, I got to see this guy.
1: Um, I want right. to come up with
2: somebody else.
1: All right. So I got some pictures of. Is he going to look
2: like Rafael Dosanos?
1: Uh, no.
2: No? Oh, shit. That's. um.
3: Maybe just the hair, but like Bruno Mars. <laughs> yeah, he <does. laughs> yeah, he does.
2: Well, he does look, look, look like Bruno Mars. He look like a tough Bruno Mars. Yeah. Looking like a Bruno look Mars. He wouldn't want to have run a bunch into of here. talent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he looks like a UFC fighter for sure.
3: Totally regretting making any jokes about this guy knowing he's still alive. Oh man. yeah, Petey. Uh,
2: like yeah. if you're listening.
1: Don't don't kill seventy one
2: <laughs> people and I won't make fun of you. Yeah, him. and I won't talk about it. You
1: no. Know? Yeah. What uh, uh, but please don't yeah. do it to me. Yeah, he, don't drive all the way over
2: here to yeah, Bucksport, yeah, yeah, Ohio yeah, 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 yeah. and come see us. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're here in Akron, Ohio doing uh this podcast, like obviously. You know Buckeyes,
1: <laughs> right? right. <laughs>
2: Big Buckeye fan. There's a Oh, a I mean, we even have a flag outside the house, like, you know.
1: He did get the tattoo covered up that says I kill for pleasure.
2: Oh. oh okay. What does it say now? I kill for <laughs> pleasure? <peager? laughs> I grill for pleasure. <laughs>
1: I typically don't click,
2: kill. I, I grill for pleasure. He <laughs> put a spatula underneath it. <laughs> Holy shit,
3: man. Look at some of them fucking tats, though. Those are
2: fucking He's fucked. got a tattoo of Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> oh, I thought that was <laughs> like... fucking abdomen. I thought that was Just fucking... Just kidding, Petey. Just kidding, Petey. I
3: thought that was fucking Six 69 or fucking... What's it his name? Be. The fucking might R&B be. singer one, Post Malone or something. Yeah. Like, what
2: the it looks like a combination of them both he's got juice world under his arm yeah he's got a man this guy's got some tattoos i'll tell you that
1: so now we got to do the defcon scale one (laughs) (laughs) this would definitely be the easiest one that we've ever done one in portuguese (laughs) oh let me think about this one um so standard (laughs) defcon scale is five to one five being the lowest one being the highest The bad guy podcast is no good guys. So five would be Lee Murray, who is your uh, drug dealing, kidnapping, bank robber. And at one, you got the purple gang. who has got multiple gang wars, multiple massacres, and they're killing people on the street. So on a scale of Lee Murray to the purple gang, I got a feeling we're looking at one.
2: You know, I've put in a lot of thought into this um, over the last hour. And I just have to say, that guy's a motherfucking one. (laughs) That is a one. I've never heard a one that's more solid as a
1: one. He was like a one at fourteen. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, this I mean, guy was he born was at least a, a three one at fourteen and shit. You know, by fourteen he had shoved his cousin into an industrial piece of equipment and shot two men dead on when the when his mom
2: was breastfeeding him. He was a fucking one. <laughs> he was he maybe even a two. He was a two when he was getting right. breastfed. Put it this way, you know, it's like when when you when you walk into a restaurant and be like, Okay, well your tip starts at fifty percent and the more you fuck up, the lower it goes. Gross. This guy was born at a one and they're like, Okay, listen, you're at a DEF CON one right now. The rest of the shit you do in the rest of your life, that could lower your rating. <laughs> and he was like, Nah, I'm keeping that one, bro. I'm he keeping that like- one.
3: He was like, Hodor, but with murders. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he was fucking born like no one. And they're like, you cannot do it. And he was like,
2: I'm still going to murder this motherfucker. And they're like, but no. you can avoid this shit. Like, there's other shit you can do.
3: He said, like, nope, I'm just going to murder.
2: And yeah. hey, condolences to the family members of all of his victims. <laughs> but god damn this yes. dude. Like, I want to see a movie. I want to play a video game. I want all of that shit. Not glorifying it.
1: 71.
2: Not glorifying anything that he's done. I'm just saying. Yeah, people
3: do
1: terrible things. It doesn't... um, You know?
2: I mean...
3: There's no psychiatrist report that can explain away his, you know, his his affinity for violence or whatever that's going to take him down to a two, you know? At the very
2: Mm -hmm. least, he deserves a Netflix docu-series. (laughs) At the very least eight episodes uh,
1: that's all i'm asking for yeah so we can uh we call this a unanimous defcon one
4: all right flush the bombers get the subs in launch mode we are at defcon one
1: right on yeah man all right uh before we go you guys got anything i dug the story
3: man uh was that a choice that you picked out yourself
1: yeah, it's one that I had on the table for a long time Like I had to do some research Into the, the stuff towards the end As far as like the in and out of prison And the uh, the rules are kind of hard to get the gist of And I okay. try not to put out bad information You know right. what I mean? So it's one I've wanted to do I also stay away from serial killers He's technically classified as a serial killer Okay. And, you know, and that's not usually what we do I was going to ask you that Um, But, you know, I do say You're not going to hear too many serial killers Right? I didn't I mean... say none Here's the difference. This is why I think I was more willing to go with this one. The reason I don't cover serial killers is because they're always killing, like, women or kids, or they're killing, like, uh, hitchhikers or prostitutes. Yeah, yeah. And it's a lot Easy of They consider, people. like, the
2: less dead um, people that kind of fall off the grid that they don't really...
1: Right. Yeah. And, and that's, to me... That's a little bit more scummy. And it's all bad, obviously. But if we're going to sit here and fucking, you know, make dumb jokes and shit like that, like, at least if they're killing, like, other criminals and gangsters, that's a little different. So even though he kind of is a serial killer, he wasn't an easy prey kind of serial killer. So I think that kind of slides it a little bit more towards what we do. But
2: yeah, because, I mean, like you said already, though, that you can come at it from any different angle. Like, some people have come at it from the angle of, like, a Robin Hood. Uh, some people could come at it as uh, a serial killer and and so there's a lot of different angles that you could come to him with right so but yeah that makes sense
1: another reason i wanted to cover him is season two i think at first i was trying to cover what i thought was all the aspects like uh okay criminal history is a mafia guy a biker uh (laughs) right yeah uh, Russian mobster, a uh, Jewish mobster, know uh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was criminal history. And the more you start doing, it, you're like, oh well, we'll cover some battles. But as you do more research, now I'm realizing, I thought we covered every aspect of like criminality from one angle or another. We never covered a serial killer, a con man, you know, right. a gigolo. There's yeah, just all these different, point. you know, aspects yeah. of an art thief. And I just think we want, I want to try and cover some more of these different aspects of criminal history which it well, all comes together now yeah, i'm glad you did this is this day. was great i'm that was fun man yeah all right well this is say hello to the bad guy thanks for coming and thanks for listening
0: be dads spend my birthdays in a trap we had to work with what we had she been working on a raise while trying to raise me like a man plus my daddy in the box and all my cousins in the cam man yeah. and i don't need a hundred friends i just want a hundred bands a hundred jugs a hundred scams aye hey. hey. so out of money the honey hams out so of money, grabbed a bunch of <coughs> And bands. I ain't wanna fall victim to that system or the piss. So fuck a judge with a grudge. I'm blowing crud for my mental, ay. And I still keep it on me. Run and tell your big homie. First you meet your dead homie, Ayy. Yeah. Say hello to the bad guy. Bad guy. The good guy coming last place. You smell that dope when I pass by. Oh. I like my money, at a fast pass. Oh. Say hello to the bad guy. Oh. I just did the dash, in the fast lane Let my money at a fast pace, look like I like drag race Control up in my ashtray, I'm in my bag, Good girl, bad face, slim no waist, and her ass fake And she in love with the bad guy Ay, But bad bitches never act right Ay, She act up until that bag fly did a turn around and